Join spiritual feminist and empowerment coach Joni Advent Maher for Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. Listen in for intimate conversations about money, transformation, and feminine sovereignty. And now, your host, Joni Advent Maher. Welcome to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. I'm your host, Joni Advent Maher. And I'm so delighted and honored to be with you here today. In the midst of all that's happening in our world, saying hello to you in your time of confinement for my own place of confinement. And as I'm looking out my window into the trees, there's new growth. There's new bright green leaves that are sprouting on the trees. And they're bringing the promise of new possibilities. And off in the distance, I can see sunlight on some trees, some bright green yellow trees off in the distance. And again, it's bringing this possibility of new hope and life keeps blossoming and flourishing even as we face these challenging times. So I want to talk to you today about resilience. I want to talk to you today about how to show up in the midst of crisis or calamity or chaos. I I want to share with you Share the tools that I know work and that are carrying me through and that can be a resource for you. So I'm so honored and delighted to have this time with you today. This beautiful spring day, and I'm recording this on the 4th of April, so we're in the midst of what some might call the 444 portal. So we'll see what wisdom wants to come through on this day. But we're all here in the middle of the COVID crisis. And it's impacting you in a unique way, although we all have some overlap. And it's impacting me in a unique way, but we are all being asked to stay at home and really to put a pause on life as we have known it. And that is both an opportunity and it is a burden or a challenge because we're being asked to let go, let go of the habitual way that we've been living our lives. And by this point, when you're listening to this recording, we will be well into that process. And you may already be seeing some of the gifts and the benefits that are coming out of this. I know for me, I have been appreciating not having to get into my car every day. And I have been appreciating connecting with folks from home. And as an introvert, I don't mind having less hustle and bustle out in the crowds with people. 
and frankly have enjoyed going to the grocery store and having there be a handful of folks as opposed to a full and busy store. And my family is finding its new normal as I assume yours is as well. And some ease that is coming in, which I'm grateful for. I'm grateful that we are finding a way to be together that feels more harmonious and supportive and loving because like all families, we have our times when things are not quite as peaceful or when there is just more contention and conflict. So we're in this for the long haul, so who knows where things will be a few weeks from now. But for now, today, I'm grateful. And when it comes back to resilience, there are some important factors that I just want to name and underscore. And the first one is, is that resilience always, always, always begins in our body. We cannot foster resilience if we are remaining solely in our mind. And when we are in our mind and in the rush and the whoosh of the mental energy, we are more likely to get caught up in the anxiety and the fear and the rampant fearful beliefs that are moving through our culture right now. So I encourage you to remember to come back to your roots, to come back to your body. So I encourage you to engage in a practice daily that brings you back to your body. And it may be a matter of consciously breathing and connecting with the breath. It may be a practice of remembering gravity and just taking those few moments with your breath, which you can do even right now, to feel your feet connected to the ground. And if you can, to even get outside and feel your feet connected to the earth and to feel gravity having its way with you and feeling, for example, where your bottom is supported by the chair right now or if you're standing, the way that your feet are supporting you in this moment and that gravity is working to help bring you more fully into this beautiful body of yours. So remembering to come back to the body and back to the center, particularly if you are feeling impacted or swept up in the fear, other people's fear or fear, certainly in the media or in the fear that is swirling around us to just come back to the breath and back to the body. When we're able to do that, we always have a resource to support us. We always have a solidity and a base that we can act from. So the other piece related to resilience that feels important, and actually I'm gonna go back to this idea of grounding in the body. 
recently I was teaching with a friend related to uh, financial insecurity and fears that we might be facing right now in the midst of the COVID-19 crisis. And we were working with the chakras and actually the three foundational chakras, one, two, and three. And the base chakra really is about rooting and that idea of coming into the body. And then the second chakra, which is below the navel in the womb space area, is our creativity and our resourcefulness. And when we have access to our roots and to that energy that comes up from our base, then we can open to our resourcefulness, to our creativity. And it's important during times like this to be able to think creatively and to move beyond the narrow, constricted vision of fear or anxiety to come back to that place of resource where we can expand the possibilities. So I can feel the impulse to go in a lot of directions. So I'm going to do my best to convey all this in a meaningful way. So we have our roots in our body that allow us to open to the life force and to the vitality. And then we come into our sacral chakra, which opens us to our creativity. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a couple of overlaying paradigms here, or overlaying um, constructs to hold all this. And then once we have a capacity to see what our possibilities are, to open, and to think more creatively or adaptively. Then when you come up to the third chakra, that's when we are able to take action on these pieces. We are able to take action in our life that is rooted in resource, that is rooted in creative capacity. So we're going to put a pin in that for right now because we're going to address that from some other directions as well. So the other important factor that I just want to name is, and this goes back to having our roots, is allowing ourselves to be impacted by life. And what I mean by that is allowing yourself to feel all of your feelings and all of your emotions that might be coming up regarding all of this, things great and small, whether it is the big picture of this virus that is running rampant through our lives, whether it is the fact that you're being asked to change your lifestyle and stay at home, whether it is a small little incident that has happened with a loved one today or something that's going on in your community or your neighborhood that you're um, having feelings about. It's very important, just like putting our roots down deep into the ground, 
to let the emotions move through, to let ourselves feel the ways that we are impacted. So that may be grief, it may be sadness, there may be anger or outrage, there may be joy, appreciation, gratitude, all of those things, but it is vitally important to let it wash through your system. So again, I get the image of trees that are deeply rooted and the winds that are blowing through and the winds keep blowing through just like the emotions and they take away some of the leaves or the branches that aren't needed. So those emotions that wash over us are offering us something. They are bringing us a gift. They are assisting us. And this is the other piece I want to get into. They are assisting us in informing how this experience is to serve us, to be a gift for us, to be a opportunity or initiation or possibility of growth for us. It's going to come through allowing ourselves to feel our emotions. So that leads me to another idea that feels important to share. And it is, it is this, that what is occurring for each of us related to the virus, related to anything that's happening, because what we're experiencing now, which is a time of heightened stress in the collective and possibly in your own individual life, this is not going to be the first time that we face something like this. We don't know what is coming around the corner in 2020. We don't know what it will take for us to move beyond this state and birth the new way of being. But what we do know is that each of us, as I said before, is being affected both individually and we are being impacted collectively. And it's always happening in the context of our own soul's journey. So whether you get sick, whether you don't get sick, whether you have loved ones who are sick, or maybe even losing someone close to you, that all of these events are happening within the context of a soul's journey. What's occurring in your life is happening in the context of your soul's journey. So I say this because part of what can happen particularly in the narrative of the media, is that there is this, this story or this narrative that is um, being put out there for us. And it does not necessarily hold a context of growth, of resiliency, of what I would call the deepest truth and possibility. It really is selling fear and extremism and panic. And I don't want you 
to terrorize yourself. We have a choice in both what we consume in terms of the media. We have a choice in the stories that we tell ourselves. And for me, it is very grounding and settling to remember that everything that is occurring is occurring in the context of a soul's journey. And it is occurring in a context of our individual awakening to the deepest truth of who we are and our collective awakening as humanity, for humanity to recognize and wake up to the truth of who we are as a collective. So my dear, I just want to pass that piece on to you as well. So we are having our soul's journey in a very human experience, and that includes our body. And as I said, includes our emotions. It also includes our inner wisdom and opening to that. So if we were to continue on with the chakras, Certainly the heart chakra is what we associate with our emotion and our inner wisdom, as well as our third eye, which is connected to our intuition. And when we're able to be connected to our body, and when we're able to allow our emotions to come through without bowling us over, which is what we can do when we're feeling more resilient and rooted and centered. We can allow our emotions to impact us and to bring that inner wisdom as we connect with our hearts and we open to our intuition and to that guidance. And that, of course comes through in part as we open our crown chakra to our highest source, the highest source of each of our higher selves, your higher self, our collective higher selves, pouring in through the crown, brings that inner wisdom and guidance which allows us to take whatever action we need and to clarify that. So you have the capacity, you have the capacity to know deep within your heart what's right for you to do. So the recipe, the recipe for resilience as I see it, is that coming back to the body, coming back to the center, allowing ourselves to be impacted by life, tuning in to that source of inner wisdom. As I say at the end, to always trust what your heart knows. So that settling and opening to receive that truth. And with that, opening to that creativity in the sacral chakra that allows you to see all your resources and choices. That's part of what 
colors and informs your inner wisdom. It's part of how you make the choices of how you want to respond to life, to your circumstances, how you want to co-create your situation. So it's this blend. It, it is like this recipe of pulling all these delicious ingredients together, your body, rootedness, your emotional connection and intelligence, your inner wisdom, your creativity. All these are resources that you possess right now in your body, in your energy field, in your soul. You have access to them. So I'm here to remind you of that. And some of the ways that you can foster having access to them is through connection, connection with others, people you can talk honestly with. Also, gratitude and appreciation, recognizing what we are grateful for and what we would like more of is really important at times like this, both in fostering resiliency and in continuing to create in a positive sense more of what we would like in our lives to co-create with life. And the final piece I want to mention, which I've been exploring in my own life, is what I call the joy factor. And what I mean by that is exploring ways to bring joy into your life. For me, I have really been enjoying watching performers on Facebook Live and on YouTube who are doing performances that I can enjoy from my computer. I also have been participating in a weekly game night with some of my soul sisters using a game called Sparked, which is a wonderful game for women. It's a um, conversational game that we have been playing online. So things that you enjoy, whether it's being out in nature, whether it's dancing. I have a, another woman that I know who's in Arizona creating videos of herself in this Tyrannosaurus Rex outfit. And then she just recently posted another one where she was doing a dance with other women from around the world. And so you may not want to do something like that, but finding ways to seed joy into your life, getting creative, using your creativity to remember what are those things that you enjoyed when you were a girl that would bring you laughter or joy and using this time and this opportunity to bring some of those into your life as well. And if you're interested, I, I actually have been inspired to create a joy circle where we are working with some practices and playing the game, the sparked game, and using our creativity as a way to build our resiliency. So currently where I am promoting that 
is on Facebook and my Instagram channel. You can find those through my website, revolutionaryheart.com. If you're interested in joining us, you can get the details that way. And if you're listening to this, I would love to hear some of the ways that you are fostering your resilience or seeding joy in your own life. So you can also reach out to me through the website at revolutionaryheart.com because I would love to hear what's up in your corner of the world. So my dear, as we bring this to a close, I am sending you my love. I am feeling my heart bursting open with golden streams of light. And I am sending them to you to envelop you and to hold you in this phase of your soul's journey. And I'm sending you the bright yellow and green light off in the distance. I'm looking at those trees and they are in the contrast of a deep dark blue sky. And I'm sending you that beauty to hold in your heart, to hold in your mind. Because as Pascal, who I think was a mathematician, said a few hundred years ago, during difficult times, always hold something beautiful in your mind. So that's my last little kernel of resiliency tips for the day. But I'm sending you my deep and abiding love and my reminder, as always, to trust what your heart knows, beloved. Thanks for listening to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow with Joni Advent Maher. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share our podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts.